0: Welcome to Real Talk with the Queen's Home Team, where we talk about life, business, and everything related to the New York City real estate market. Here is this week's episode. Enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Real Talk with QHT. This is George Herrera. I'm your host today, and I'm flying solo um, and just uh, uh, dropping a podcast to go over the Q4 wrap up and also talk a little bit about 2022 and and some of our projections or what we're seeing in the market right now. So let's jump right in. We're going to go right into the Q4 stats for Queens County. Okay. My buddy, Daniel Ackerman, he'll be doing a wrap up for Manhattan and Brooklyn. Um, but Uh, I'll be wrapping up the Queens market for Q4. And also being that we're uh, starting the new year, 2022, I can go ahead and and look at the last 12 months. So I can look at 2021 in its entirety and we can break it down and try to extrapolate some information and, and see where we think the market is going in 2022. So to get started, the first thing that we look at whenever we're doing a market wrap up um, for the county is we look at the median price. Uh, the median price for Queens County at the end of Q4, so at the end of 2021, was 685000 And that was higher than the 660000 median sale price um, at the end of Q3. So prices did go up again, Overall, prices went up from Q3 to Q4, um, which is what we were seeing pretty much all year. It was a strong market. So, um, all in all, we did see prices continue to appreciate in 2021. So, now when you break it down to uh, residential properties, condos, and co ops, then the story is similar, but it does change a little bit. So, overall, The median price uh, from Q4 to Q3 was up uh, 685 to um, from 660, and then over the last 12 months, overall all of Queens County, the median price, well, Q3 versus uh, Q4 2021 versus Q4 of 2020, um, the median price was up 5.4 percent. Okay, and that's pretty standard. Now, if for when you break it down to residential condo co-op, residential, single, and multifamily homes, the median sale price was up 11% quarter over quarter, so quarter uh, Q4 2021 compared to Q4 of 2020, the median price for a residential home was up 11%, and then condos, uh, the pr- the median price was up 9%, and co-ops, uh, co-op median prices were up 2%. So the most modest increase was in the co-op, uh, in co-ops, and then it was higher in condo, 9%, and 11 for residential, which is also goes uh, hand in hand with what we were seeing a lot of last year, single family, multifamily continue to be in high demand and the prices continue to appreciate at a pretty good rate. Um, But for co-ops, we did see them. uh, There's some areas where, where, the median price, we were seeing prices actually lower, some areas where they were flat. And then even when the the neighborhoods and the areas where they were up, they were up very slightly. Okay. So that's for the closed median sale price for uh quarter four. So Q4 of 2021. Now, when we look at the whole entire year, so January to December, all of 2021, the median price in Queens was up 7.3%. Um, and that's uh, that's a healthy appreciation rate. I mean, we've had in our peak years um, when the market was really crazy and prices were going up, uh, uh significantly every year we've had years where the entire year was up double digits and we're at 7.3 percent um, so it's uh, still quite significant um, overall for the whole county um, but it's more modest than what we've seen in the past so 7.3 percent increase. Uh, For the whole year, that's 2021 versus 2020. And when you break it down by property type, um, then you you get a little more insight here. So residential, single and multifamily homes, the median sale price for all of 2021 compared to 2020 was up 10.5%. So about 11% increase. Um, And then for condos, the prices, the median price was up 7.2%. For co-ops, the median price was up 3.3%. So you can see it kind of goes in line with what we were seeing in Q4 also. The biggest increases we're seeing and that we saw in 2021 were in the residential, single and multifamily market. And then uh, second was condos. And then uh, lastly would be the co-ops with the most modest increase in their median price. Now, if you look at single and multifamily, if you wanna break it down even further from uh, single to the multifamily, um, we don't have this stat here because the report combines it all together, but I'm pretty sure if you went into the data and, and if we went into MLS and actually broke it down by single and multi, I'm pretty sure the single family market would have had the bigger increase over the the multifamily market, even though they both um, continue to remain pretty strong. But if you broke it down even further, I'm pretty sure a single-family market probably saw the biggest increase um, in 2021 compared to 2020, because that's the area where all throughout last year, the most activity, the most demand we were seeing is in a lot of single-family homes and uh, in all types of neighborhoods also. All right. so that's for the median price for queens for 2021 now um, the next thing we look at is closed sales so these are your transactions how many homes have been selling um, are more did more homes sell last year than sold in 2020 um, and also for q4 how was q4 compared to q4 of 2020 so when we look at q4 um, for 2021, the home sales actually dipped a little bit. So they went down from about 3,004 homes in Q3 um, to 2,872 homes that sold at the end of Q4. Um, not a huge difference. And um, that can be also because it's also the holiday season Um uh, so, you know, seasonality can play a factor. But all in all, for most of uh, most of last year, we were seeing a lot of around the 3,000 or so sales per quarter. Um, and at the end of the year, we ended the year with about 2,900 home sales um, in Q4. Now, that was up 26.2% compared to Q4 of the previous year. So um, sales definitely rebounded. Um, And they really popped this year. So closed sales have really been um, up pretty much all year, year over year when compared to 2020. Uh, 2020 was a pandemic year, so it's kind of uh, a skewed number to compare to. But overall, um, sales have been up. And even when we look at the closed sales compared to uh, 2019, we still were um, significantly above and even throughout the property type. So if you break down in Q4, uh, residential home sales were up 14.4% compared to 2020. And 2020 was uh, higher than 2019. So actually, we're even, uh, uh, even higher of an increase compared to 2019 sales for residential homes condo sales were up 86.4 percent compared to um, uh, condos sales in 2020 so there was also a big increase there and then co-op sales were up in q4 of 2021 they were up 38.5 percent compared to q4 of 2020 so overall you see um, a big increase in closed sales um, in q4 compared to Q4 of 2020, overall we're we're over there. Now, uh, something that we also look at when it comes to closed sales, you wanna look at the whole year. Um, That's the good thing about when we do these reports at the beginning of the year, because we get to look at not only Q4, but we also get to look at the whole entire year. So the full 12 months, um, which gives you a really nice gauge of what's happening in the market because it takes into account all of the seasonality when you look at the whole 12 months. So, um, for all of 2021, okay. Um, Uh, closed home sales were up 64.9%. So sales were actually up about 65% uh, in 2021. That's a very significant increase. Um, So people were definitely buying. Um, There was obviously pent up demand that probably carried over from 2020. uh, But interest rates were extremely low. Um, the properties inventory was, uh, holding pretty steady and it looks like buyers were just motivated. Uh, you know, buyers were motivated to, to buy properties. So, um, in Queens, at least, we we had a healthy demand last year, and you can see it in the numbers here. 65% increase um, uh, in the whole year of 2021 compared to 2020. When you break it down by property type, single and multifamily home sales were up 55% for the year. Condo sales were up 104% for the year, and co-op sales were up 75.2% for the year. So again, across the board, Pretty clear here that um, the demand for homes and apartments in Queens was very strong last year, and and uh, properties were definitely uh, selling at a higher rate than um, at a higher pace than they did in 2020. Um, and even when we look at 2019, we also outpaced those figures. So overall, 2021 was up in terms of median prices and also up in terms of transactions. So there were more transactions in 2021. Now, um, the other thing we look at, right, to get an idea of what's happening is pending sales. So pending sales are when properties go into contract. Um, so that means that they were recently on the market, they found a buyer, and uh, or the buyer found a property, and now they're waiting to close. So these, pro- these uh, transactions have not closed yet, but it gives us an idea of more recently, what the market has been looking like and what the demand looks like um, on a more recent scale. Because when you look at closed sales, by the time they close, it's already a a lagging indicator because those deals went into contract months before uh, they actually close. So when we look at pending sales, we're looking at Q4 of 2021, and we had 3,050 pending sales at the end of the year compare that to Q3 of, of 2021 of last year, and when we had 3,085 pending sales, you can see that it's pretty flat. It went down a little bit, but overall, uh, pretty flat. And um, it was it, that stayed pretty consistent throughout the whole year. Um, when compared to 2020, though, uh, Q4 of 2021 pending sales were up 21.2%. So pending sales were up uh, over um, Q4 of 2020 uh, by a pretty significant amount. And again, that just goes right in line with what we're seeing with the increase in demand that we saw in 2021. When you break it down by property type, residential, single, and multifamily pending sales in Q4 were up 8.6%. Condo pending sales were up 31.6%. And co-op pending sales were up 31.8% compared to uh, Q4 of 2020. Now, this is actually interesting because the pending sales at the end of the year were actually higher for condos and co-ops, which we also saw this because in the first two or three quarters of 2021... We were actually seeing still uh, co-ops and condos being a laggard. And that's where we saw that apartments were tending to stay on the market longer than residential homes. Um, And in some neighborhoods, we were seeing prices going down where they, they actually the prices that they were selling for were actually below what the comps were showing. So it's interesting because in the fourth quarter is when we started seeing a lot more activity on our apartments also. Um, And you can see it here in the data because in Q4, uh, the condo and co-op sales were up about 32%. Uh, The pending sales, so that means people that were going into contract in the last quarter of the year. A lot of people were buying apartments, um, and for residential, they were up just eight point six percent. So that was that's interesting there. That that uh, little figure. Um, The last thing that we look at, which actually gives us a a real good insight into where the market is. There's actually two things, right? But um, one of the main uh, figures one of the main metrics that we use to see where the market is right now and and what we can, um, what we can project moving forward is the month supply. And month supply pretty much uh, measures supply and demand for any market, right, in any property type. So here we're just looking at month supply for Queens County as a whole, factoring in all property types. Now, the month supply gives you um, uh, a gauge on whether the market is favoring buyers or sellers, right? And what the rule of thumb is, is that any month supply over six months is said to favor buyers, so i.e. a buyer's market, and month supply below six months would be said to favor sellers, so i.e. a seller's market. Now, in our experience from doing, doing, you know, being in the business and in the market for all these years, um, my, from my experience, when you see month supply at about seven to eight months or higher, mainly like eight months or higher, that's when you really start to feel like you're in a buyer's market. When you see month supply, now this is for all of Queens. When you see month supply below, let's say five months for the the whole county, that's when you really feel like you're in a seller's market. And uh, when I ran the numbers just now, um, so inventory dropped big time. Um, So at the end of Q3, we had, uh, I think, 5,500 or 5,600 homes on the market. And as of right now, we have 4,400 homes on the market. So a 1,000 or so properties got Um, taken off the market, got eaten up right through the demand that we had. Um, We didn't see right now, at least we haven't seen a ton of new properties hitting the market, but overall we have about 4,400 homes on the market, which for Queens, that's a very, that's a very low number of homes on the market. Um, And so when you take that with the pace of sales, and as, as you heard earlier that the pace of sales, we've actually had Um, year-over-year increases, quarter-over-quarter increases in closed sales and pending sales. So obviously the demand has been there. So that brings us to a month supply of 4.5 months, right? So um, the way we come up with that number, we have 4,427 homes for sale right now. We divide that by the average number of closed sales that we're seeing over the last six months. And that average is 979. So you divide divide the forty four twenty seven by the nine seventy nine, and that gives you month supply, which at this time is four and a half months. Now, four and a half months for a whole borough um, typically will mean that the market in general is favoring sellers. There obviously will be some neighborhoods that might still be favoring buyers. Some neighborhoods might still have a ton of inventory and not a lot, not a lot of property selling. But overall. Um, when you have four and a half months supply in the whole county, that pretty much tells you that right now you're looking at a market that is lacking inventory, but demand is still high. So um, right now, demand seems to be outweighing the inventory. Um, but how that changes in 2022, uh, we'll have to see, because the one thing that we do know is that the Fed has already announced three rate hikes Okay, for the year. Um, We've read reports projecting that we should be ending the year uh, at about 4% or so in mortgage rates. Um, And even just talking to some of the mortgage lenders that we know in our network at the beginning of this year, We've already heard that the rates already spiked up, okay? And the 10-year treasury is at um, uh, 1.77% or so. Um, mortgage lenders we're speaking to said already just to start the year, uh, mortgage rates spiked up a little bit. So, you know, it's probably going to be choppy and and you'll see some fluctuations, but all in all... Um, as the as the mortgage rates go up, and if the Fed does actually um, uh, do their rate hikes as as they've mentioned, then any time in our experience, in all the years we've been in the business, any time you see rate hikes and you see mortgage rates go up, we immediately see the impact on demand because it affects purchasing power directly. So uh, usually, we see an impact. Sometimes it's overblown because even at a 4% mortgage rate, it's still historically a great uh, interest rate for a mortgage. So um, you don't need to be scared away or anything. But if you're in the market to buy, um, this year would be a great year to buy. And um, and e- either way, like I said, historically, it's still a great rate. Um, but what we'll see, what we'll have to look at is how the interest rates um impact the demand, the high demand that we've been seeing because 2021 had really high demand and we'll see how that impacts the demand in 2022 as mortgage rates start to increase um, and how it impacts the home prices because as mortgage rates go up sometimes um, or many times they put downward pressure on prices uh, since now buyers are paying higher interest rates. So we'll see how that goes but just moving into the year just to kick off the year, we're seeing that month supply is at four and a half months. Inventory is very low. So with those um, with those uh, figures in place, with those kind of dynamics at this time, um, it looks like we'd be we would be in a low inventory and high demand market, which favors sellers, if demand starts to take a hit because of interest rates or because, because of any other economic uh, um, uh, impacts or because of COVID or Omicron or, or whatever the case is, if we see a hit to demand, then we would likely see inventory start to grow. But as of right now, it looks like We're going into 2022 in a seller's market, and we'll see how the rest of the year plays out. All right. So hopefully um, these numbers make sense. We'll actually... I'll put a link in the podcast description. We'll put a link to the full report so that you can actually print it or you can look at it yourself to look at these numbers. It's interesting when you look at them on a graph and on the charts because it really starts to paint a picture of where the market is at this time. Um, The big unknown is obviously the mortgage rates and how that will impact the market. But we'll just have to wait and see. Stay tuned because we'll do a, um, a wrap up for every quarter this year. So the Q1 wrap up will be in April. Um, so make sure you catch that one. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us anytime. You can always find us online at queenshometeam.com and it's very easy to give us a call there or or send us a message all right thanks as always for tuning in y'all happy new year many blessings to you all thanks for listening and stay tuned for the future episodes that in 2022 take care